Listening Library presents Jack Plank Tells Tales by Natalie Babbitt. Read for you by John H. Mayer. A Note to the Reader It really doesn't matter, but in case you're interested, Jack Plank is telling these tales on the island of Jamaica in the Caribbean Sea around the year 1720. There'd been a lot of pirates in those waters ever since Christopher Columbus came over from Spain looking for India. India wasn't there, but Columbus did find a lot of islands with a lot of treasure. Gold and silver and other nice things. That was very good news to the Spanish king and queen, who sent ships right away to start removing it from the natives it belonged to and bringing it back to Spain. This made things easy for the pirates. They let Spain do the removing, so that later on they could run down the Spanish ships and grab the lot. After about two hundred years, though, things weren't quite so easy for pirates. There are a lot of reasons why this was so, but never mind. It's just that Jack probably got out of the business at the right time. Chapter 1. How It All Began Jack Plank was an out-of-work pirate. He'd had a job, and a good job, too, on a lovely ship called the Avarice. But the thing is, Jack wasn't good at plundering. There's only one way to plunder. You have to yell and make faces and rattle your sword. And once you've got people scared, you take things away from them. That's what pirates do. But Jack didn't seem to have a knack for it. Still, he was used to the life of the open sea, and he was fond of his shipmates, all of whom were just as fond of him, including the quartermaster, Leech, who mostly hated everyone. Even Captain Scudder was fond of him. So he kept his place for a good long time. After a while, though, Captain Scudder told him to stay behind and keep the soup hot while the others were busy plundering, and then in the evenings they'd all have supper together and go to sleep happy. But a hard day came when pirating didn't pay as well as sometimes, and there wasn't always soup enough for everyone. So the captain said to Jack, Plank, old man, hard days do not allow for sentiment. Like it or not, we're going to have to let you go, for we can't afford to feed any but the plunderers. And, of course, Jack could see the sense of this, even if it was a disappointment. Later that same night, with the avarice anchored well offshore from an island port called Saltwash, the crew lowered a longboat, and a bunch of them, including the quartermaster Leech, rowed Jack into shore. Jack and his little trunk of keepsakes. "'We'll miss you, Jack,' said Leech, holding his voice low so as not to rouse the saltwash population. "'Here's a goodbye present. We all put in a piece.' And Leech handed him a small bag of money. Gold florins enough, they hoped, to start him in some new direction. They patted him on the back and shoved off in the longboat, leaving him behind. Poor Jack watched them go till they'd reached the avarice and boarded her, and he watched as she slipped away, silent as a shadow in the moonlight. 
away and away, till there was nothing left to watch except the lift of the waves, and now and then a far-off shooting star. Well, that's it, I guess, said Jack, but he didn't give in to feeling sorry for himself. Instead, he wrapped up warm in his cloak, stretched out right there on the beach, and managed to go to sleep. And in the morning, with a bright sun climbing the sky to cheer him, he brushed the sand off his clothes, picked up his little trunk, and with his florins in his pocket, made his way into town. The deepest part of the Saltwash Harbor was crowded with docks, ships, and sailors, but Jack didn't pause to watch them working. Instead, he walked about, up and down the streets, looking for a place to live, and settled at last on a boarding house.